Augustine 2023, so Show 
Happy Wednesday. Start off with John Coltrane. This is an excerpt live, November 22, 1962. Yeah, a lot of tunes from this gig, right? Parts of this is Impressions, piece of that. And then M is We with Moon or Sun. And because of those Stonian software engineers with this Skype invention, I got all the way. Where are you from, Michael? North Carolina. Yeah, but what part? Uh, in Hillsborough. Hillsborough. Hillsborough, North okay. Carolina. Yeah. People from Hillsborough, North Carolina. Michael Wood. Welcome aboard, Michael. Hey, how's it going, man? Well, I'm happy to talk with you and have you on the show and curious about your journey with music. So please bring your earliest oh, yeah. recollection regarding oh, music. We used to, so my family used to have this, um, have a record player in the living room and I don't know who it belonged to, but it was, uh, it was called, it was this record called Goofy Gold. It had Purple People Eater on it. It had Charlie Brown. It had Monster Mash. Uh, you, you remember any of those songs? Oh, of course. I think they called that, uh, being in the chain store novelty. Novelty. Yep. Absolutely. Yakety yak was in there. They're coming <laughs> to take me away. Yes. Yes, man. I loved that record. I, I, I must've been like five or six or that's that. I mean, I might've been younger than that, but, um, I love that record. Now this pad you grew up in, was there musical instruments? Um, my brother, my older brother, he's, he was about five or six years older than me. Uh, he played bass in a punk rock band. And, uh, when he wasn't around, I would, uh, I, I would, I would, I would fiddle around on it. And then I'd try to put it back right where I found it. So he didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he does now. <laughs> he okay. does. He knows now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, and let, let me ask you about school. Were you in the choir, yeah. the marching band, shit like that? No, I, you know, I, once I got into rock and roll, I, uh, I, I was able to find some garage bands, but I never got properly trained. I That's never, okay. never did, never did any of the proper, proper music stuff. What about first record you bought with your own money? Oh man, I must've saved up because I bought three at one time. Um, so I think I got a, the Beastie Boys, uh, Cookie Puss. Oh yeah. Um, and they were I still got, hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was like their crossover record. It had, um, it was like, it, it was, it, it wasn't, there was no rapping on it, yeah. but it was like a hip hop beat. Um, and then um, I got um, Rockmaster Scott, The Roof Is On Fire. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Black Uhuru. I can't remember what the name of their record was, but it was a great reggae record. Yeah, reggae the, band. Good the Rockmaster Scott, I, I, you know, I was, I was a young and I played that thing first thing in the morning and I jammed it. Yep. And my mom, my mom heard, uh, the roof is on fire. Let the motherfucker yeah, burn. She came rushing in there and she was like, you turn that off right now. <laughs> okay. What was the first gig you saw? Ziggy Marley and the Melody Makers opening up for NXS. Whoa. I saw yeah, Bob Marley. You saw Bob Marley where? 1979, Poly Pavilion, the basketball arena at UCLA. How was it? I bet it was amazing. It blew my mind. Family man, very badass on the base there. And then oh, yeah. Mr. Marley himself, his hairs was like snakes. He was dancing <laughs> and singing. And, and the lights were red, yellow, and green, you know? Yeah. Gold. That, oh, it, it, even in a basketball arena, it was still fucking kicking up much dust. I dug it. So I, I was super young. I must have been 11 or 12. 
I somehow found out where Ziggy Marley was staying, and we all went, and he was out on the balcony. People would throw up their T-shirts. He'd sign them and send it back down, and then this guy comes down, and he goes, hey, the young ones. Ziggy wants to speak to the young ones. And so we ended up going up to their hotel room and hanging out with Ziggy Marley. I, I, I witnessed pot smoking for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Mota. <laughs> okay, that's happening. Now, you said uh, a little earlier, you said you got into this uh, the bedroom band, ba- basement band, garage band yeah. thing, right? Right after school. I'm not talking about graduating, but like in the afternoon. So, yeah. so what was that experience like? Uh, I, I followed in the footsteps of my brother since I was fiddling on his bass. I just kept, I stuck with bass for a while. Oh yeah. And, okay. um, and, um, can I ask and, you what you kind know, of bass? Yeah. What, what's that? Well, I'm a little prejudiced towards bass. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious about what, what type of machine was it? Oh yeah. It was a Fender, like one of those, uh, uh, little, you know, it was a, it was a practice, uh, bass, like the, one of the kids, uh, scaled down you know? oh yeah yeah music um, man the music master yeah. or a mustang or bronco uh-huh yeah yeah and then eventually i got into like the 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 mock of uh, jazz masters um i think that was my first real purchase was was like a um like the japanese version of the jazz master oh yeah um uh, i yeah or jazz bass. So, um, but, but, so jazz so bass. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, did, was the, were these your bands, or did you join some other cats' bands? Uh, it was mostly just yeah. I, I think it was mostly my bands. Like we, we just had friends. Like we would just we, you know, it, they weren't. They were often not full bands. They were just kind of like everybody, like someone grabbing, you know, like whatever was around. Um, but, but eventually I got a drum kit in, in the garage and, uh, and, and then we would, you know, we never, we always had a rotating cast. Right. What about the material? Were you like me and D Boone, when we were kids, we'd try to copy yeah. songs off records, but were you, were yeah. you writing or were you yeah. trying to copy yeah. songs? I, I didn't know enough to, to do covers. Okay. I just like, I would just play, <laughs> I would thing, just play Michael. melodies and, and see what, see what sounded good, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you remember the first song you wrote? Um, no, I can't. <laughs> That's all right. I'll tell I you don't. mine because I didn't I write think, many. I remember the first song I covered. Okay. Uh, and you were in the band eventually. I the first song I ever covered was "Ha Ha Ha" Flipper. Wow, Flipper. Yeah. <laughs> I got to help those guys on a Europe tour. Love those yeah. cats. Minutemen yeah. opened for them like forty. No, five years ago. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of their songs had big, heavy bass part. Believe it or not. Yeah. Oh yeah. And definitely. There, there was two guys, right? They switch off. Uh, Will Shatter, Bruce Lee. Well, they got the the. Uh, I'm sure that they had um, the fuzz pedal going though, right? Oh yeah. It's yeah. always either that or really crappy amp. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Or, or they're just blowing it up. Yeah. Not no. This was just Brax. Praxis jam. Did you yeah. but, or or did you ever do gigs? We played. Um, we we would we, you know we would play in the living room at like little house parties every now and then. Yeah. And then um, and then I think my first gig was a um, a high school talent show. I had a band called Disagree, and we um, Disagree. It it, it kind of made sense because we were all coming from different 
different areas. Like one guy wanted it to be a heavy metal band. I wanted it to be a punk band. And, you know, I mean, but it was real 90s sounding. It was early, early 1990s, I think. And did you win the contest? No, I think we got third place. Okay. But yeah. still a success. Was it scary? Uh, it was, it was, re- I was really nervous. Um, Cause I mean, it was a, it was a packed house. Okay. I mean, you were playing to your whole school. Yeah. Everyone um, knows I, you. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a little scary. Um, I eventually got real used to that, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of what, what, you know, one of the, once it gets going, you're, you would just fall right in and you love it. Now I'm, I'm looking at the set, uh, the playlist here and it, and it, it doesn't show any disagree. So no, you guys, I don't think we ever got to record. That's what I was going to say. Shortly, was... shortly after that, I was in a band called Hall Monitors, and we did some recording. And I tried to find the recording to send to you, and I could not. Um, so I think like probably there, there's a band called Planet Cock there. Yeah, that one probably that probably dates the farthest back, and okay. that's me on bass. See, now I didn't know. The chronology, so that's going to be starting off the second hour. But all right, cool, no worries. <laughs> okay. Oh, it doesn't where, where, doesn't where? need to be in 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 uh, chronological order. I don't think. Well, what happened after disagreed? How long does that band last? Uh, probably about a year and a half or so. I think when we all graduated high school, we we um, we all went our separate ways. And, um, and I, uh, and then that's probably right when I started that band, the hall monitors Okay. and the hall monitors played for about five or six years. And then we did a reunion show just a couple years ago, but there's no hall monitors here, but what you did give me was some cadet. Let's listen to cadet. Oh,
has a face that looks like everybody you've ever known and seen on the street in your time. Sweet face, hard to describe. Sad eyes, cruel lips, expectant gleam, swaying to the beat, tall, majestical, waiting in front of the drugstore. A face like hunkies in New York.
Thank you. I love you too. Driving in the car at night, my husband drives. I'm on the passenger side, we are quite tired. The other cars are only lights, twin lights in the dark. I know this drive, there are no surprises.
for Pedro show start off that chunk of music with cadet doing Kevin then we had style king of the week talk about band names gasoline ash oh, yeah hundred flowers here's here's a band name story hundred flowers they were originally called urinals so they changed their name to that to get more gigs didn't work <laughs> so they went back to urinals <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah they just re-released this uh thing they did radio tokyo where we did double nickels on the dime it's called Contributions, this tune, out of uh, Vancouver, Canada, British Columbia. Veda Hill Sisterhood with Coyote out of Anchorage, Alaska. Musk- well, where's the other one? What? Fuck. Muskeg Mudsuck, the tune Settler. Triola, Second Runner. MSSV, yeah, tour's coming. Uh, less than 30 days. Second Runner off the upcoming record. Uh, no, second runner was Triola. Junk Haiku is MSS. God, what? My cup pop would say, you know, you'd fuck up a two car cracker funeral, what? Boy, he was what too. So, Wolf Eyes and Universal Eyes in a collab doing tense laps. Yaller. Oh, we had uh, Kim Ware on the show. This is a band she just started up called Thrift Store Nativity. Jesus. She's playing drums again. And then finally, this is something of yours, Michael. Heavy and high, and a tune called I Put a Bird on It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Enlight- First enlighten us uh, to Cadet that had a member yeah. of Hall Monitors. Yeah, so um, Hall Monitors was was uh, me and two other dudes, and Cadet was the, was 
basically the same band minus the drummer. So uh, it was just a duo. Um, me and my buddy Curtis, who um, who uh, played guitar, and I, I played bass on that, and then I uh, I sang on that one too. Um, but yeah, and then um, the the the, the um, you just played a heavy and high. That's yeah. um, you know you remember that band King Missile? Sure. Dave, I think New Dave York City. the drummer. Dave the drum. He was he played drums in a couple of their records. He that's a collab of me and him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought they were New York City cats. They were, um, and then Dave moved down to to uh, North Carolina. Okay. And I, I I work with them at a local co-op. You know, I remember a duet from North Carolina that I really dug. Uh, flat Duo Jets. Oh man, they're so good. A cat named yeah. uh, Crow yeah, on the, the drummer, drums. The drummer just recently died. Oh, Crow, right? I think so. Yeah. And then uh, Dexter, uh, his sister, yeah. his sister was a drummer for uh, oh, Mitch Easter Band. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought she was the drummer of Flat Duo Jets. No, no, no. His oh, sister was uh, okay because it was his sister that just recently. I think it was called Let's Active. Yeah, Let's Active. That's right. I I I got my some of my info mixed it's up. It's easy to yeah. do. What does it those all are good time, bands, Michael. though. Great yeah, bands. Absolutely, absolutely. I think Mitch Easter worked with the R.A.M. guys. Oh yeah, 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 uh, and uh, what what about M is we? Uh, yeah, that's that was. Um, I'm not currently doing that, but that was a, a recent band that I was in. Okay. Um, for the past like ten years or so, and uh, we we right as COVID hit, we kind of fell apart, and uh, we we're so we're just on a hiatus. I think that's okay. I'm on yeah. the timeline anyway. So let's take it from. Uh, I guess the the cadet right cadet came after yeah. uh, hall monitors, so yep, so so what absolutely. do you do? How long does cadet last? Um, it was a recording project, so oh, okay. we're still doing it here and there, um, and and um, so um, the hall monitors lasted a few years, and then we all moved to different locations, and whenever that happened, me and Curtis did um, cadet, just uh, you know the the whole file sharing that yeah. type of thing i've been doing it which, for like which i actually started doing that shit with cassettes that's how i made yeah. the first dose record with four track cassettes mailing them to k in connecticut right but it's the same principle just using oh, yeah. u.s mail yeah and that's and that's how we got the connect for through you uh doing absolutely. that with spirit of hamlet absolutely we'll get to that we'll get to that. oh yeah because i want to <laughs> know all about your label and stuff and how you got to that because because that's not in the timeline that hasn't come right you're just making music you don't have a label yet right that's right okay uh em is we is on the label um so i do have that and yeah. I think Cadet Cadet is actually available on there too. Yeah. I think most of those songs are available on broken sound tapes. Yeah, but um, in in the story of your journey through music, we're not. Oh to that point. yeah, we're not there yet. <laughs> where, where are we? Oh man, uh, Cadet. Um, I, I guess Cadet happened a few years ago, so maybe I did start the the label. The label, um, you know. Uh, okay, so 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 after the hall monitors, then there's Planet Cock, and I was playing bass with that, and then I started a band called Something About Vampires and Sluts. Yeah, and we, that that band lasted a while. Okay, then we'll be playing that next hour. 
Um, cool. Good. Um, that was a uh, live at CBGB's. I think that tune that you're going to do. Ah, so you were on tour. So when did you oh, start? Yeah. When did yeah, you start touring? When did you start touring? Um, 2003 or four. And it was it um, something about vampires and sluts? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. okay. Who was in that? Yeah. Band? Um, so, uh, Brian McKenzie was in that and he, um, he recorded a lot of the stuff that like he, he's worked with, uh, some of your folks like, uh, Brian John Mitchell that, you know, oh, yeah. um, and, and I'm, and he, he's played a lot with Scotty, Scotty Ir- Irving. Right, right. Uh, he, he's got a studio down in Myrtle beach, South Carolina. Okay. Yeah. And, um, so that, yeah, that was mainly me and him and a couple other folks and, um, and uh, we yeah we toured a lot and then um, and then after that I moved to North Carolina and started M as we okay and then that's when the label started okay which is broken tapes broken sound tapes yeah Bro- broken sound it, tapes eventually it, it, it ended up being like broken sound records because we started putting out records but, oh well you mean the first releases were cassettes yep they were all tapes yep you know cassettes have made a comeback Michael. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, a lot of cats are putting stuff out on, uh, with, with cassettes, and you know, in those days, that's what you played in the the vehicle. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right. People don't remember, and uh, you know, I remember like going deaf. I mean, because no air conditioning, so you had to have the windows down, so you'd have to be <laughs> blasting shit. I got I got buttloads of cassettes here. I haven't played like in thirty years. <laughs> well. If if you ever need uh if you ever are in itching for money, those cassettes, those old eighties punk rock cassettes and stuff, they go for a lot of money these days. Is that right? Oh yeah. Ebay eBay's like I and discogs. Why. Oh man. Michael I, cassettes yeah. they don't last. The the fair I know. the ferrite comes off the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know it. The this this man I, I mean, as long as I've been trying to produce these cassettes i've i've had to struggle with the sound quality too <laughs> yeah. not not only do they not last but sometimes it's hard to get a good sound out of them yeah yeah the, yeah and they kind of did that on purpose because they didn't want home taping the big right right, right. yeah right. i remember that uh, that dead kennedy's tape it says uh, home taping is killing the record right, industry. Right. We left this side blank so you could help. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. And then when you know what they were pushing, like for the coaches, was uh, eight tracks. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Which were, they sounded even worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would I just saw... click off in the middle of, you know, because they divide the program by four. And so it would just click off in the middle of a fucking tune. Oh man. Okay, so so we're up to uh something about vampires and sluts. Yeah. Uh, and, and 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 the band actually started in North Carolina though. That band actually started in South Carolina. Oh, okay, where where then, Brian is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, where Brian is. And then I and, and then uh we lasted uh about 10 years or so. Okay. And we start we started in um 2000. Okay. And then we lasted uh, at least till like 2010, 2011, something like that. Yeah, I got to put the scissor on you because we re- reached the end of the first hour, August 9th, 2023. This is why Peter's a special guest, Michael Wood. Hold tight, fire, too.
August 9, 2023. It's the second hour of Watt from Pedro Show. Look at the stars. Now, some people, they say the stars are billions of billions and tons of hot gas. But I think maybe, maybe it's just God's salt. And God's just waiting to eat us.
Things change in the blink of an eye It may seem silly but I I wish I was your boyfriend
Yes, the world has got you down. It's quiet in your busy town. You cry yourself to sleep. Just waiting for their turn to speak. The lovers you loved are back to sample a kiss they've had. Just lonely enough to lie. You'll give them another. Try, and no one really cares what you think. They're just waiting for their turn to speak, and no one really cares what you think. They're just waiting for their turn to speak.
for Pedro's show. Started the second hour off with Planet Cock doing Space Song. Then Crenshaw Pentecostal. I think they're Charlotte Cats. Last to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a bass man who just joined him, Jeremy, from uh, Million Dollar Movie. Mm. Jeremy, yeah, Millions, yeah. Very I don't cool think people. I know them. Yeah, I got to uh, share the stage with him at Snug Harbor last year. A Moon X after that, Forever the Moon, out of Tokyo, R04 slash K House slash Explain. This is a collab, people. Tohoku Shin, then Tim Hill, Fool for Love, and finally, something about Vampires and Sluts with Next to You. Kind of like the carpenter close to you, right? <laughs> kind of not. So, so Planet Cock, who came up with the name for that band? It's great. We, you know, one time we, uh, me and my missing man played with a band, Calvin Weston, great drummer man from Philly, got asked to be uh-huh. part of it, and they called the Monster Cock Rally, but I guess they didn't tell him. <laughs> so he gets on the stage, he goes, what kind of fucking name is this? Monster <laughs> Cock Rally. <laughs> He didn't find out until he was on stage. That's right. Oh man, I shit, the nut. Yeah, these two Cleveland cats. He, they had him, but he he's good. I, we first played with him as or I did as Minuteman when he was with uh, Amin Ali and uh, James Blood Owen. That was an incredible three gigs we got to do. So so who how'd that band get together? Who who came up that name? I think my my sister in law at the time she was just like this is what y'all need to call your band uh, just because she heard us jamming she was like y'all are silly and this is this is what it sounds like to me uh, I don't know I, I think she, she thought we kind of sound like the B fifty twos and and she and she was thinking of that song uh, Planet Claire is that the name oh, of the song yeah, by fifty yeah, yeah. twos I don't know yeah yeah but yeah. She, she yeah, and then and then she made up a logo with a, a rooster on top of the of the planet Earth. <laughs> well, th- thinking of South Carolina, you know the USC. Well, we got yep. one too, right? The Gamecocks. Oh, yeah, the Cocks. Yeah, the Gamecocks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so everything's connected somehow. Okay. Oh yeah. And 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 then how long that band go? Probably about two or three years. Okay, and it wasn't yeah. really a touring unit. It kind of, it toured a little bit and um, it kind of turned into something about vampires and oh, sluts. A lot, okay. a lot of the same members. We just kind of changed the focus of it. <laughs> I switched. I switched over for. I was playing bass for that. So then we yeah. got uh, my buddy Colin on bass, um, and and then I uh, I just started singing. Frontman. And uh, yeah, yeah. What I, was you know, that I, like? I started. I started out on bass, but I, I just had such a desire to jump around and be stupid on stage that I just ended up being a frontman for a lot of these bands. <laughs> was it a big diff as far as like gigs? What's that? A big diff uh, difference? Oh, um, yeah. I, I stopped hauling a bunch of shit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, y'all, y'all haul the amps now. No, I, I still try to help out every now and then. Right, the schlep. Uh, <laughs> not yeah. much of a big difference but you though, know what nah. i gotta tell you these days they got smaller shit for bass now thank god oh yeah <laughs> so, yeah especially for less younger people yeah <laughs> like what well yeah they might have better backs than us like when no no they, they get make older the then you wouldn't believe it michael I, my i'm rocking a 212 this the box speaker box is forty pounds. The amp is six and a half pounds. Oh wow! Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> not at all. Especially what I used to fucking have to schlep. Yeah. What? Well, how, how how many pounds was the old one? They used to. I used to go with two four by ten. Each four by ten was one hundred and ten pounds. The amp was seventy pounds with the case and all that. So you're talking like three hundred <laughs> three hundred pounds. Yeah. And now my whole <laughs> shit 
is is less than fifty. <laughs> and I'm just as loud. I'm twelve hundred watts. You know, right? yeah. RMS. Oh yeah. Yeah. So things. Not everything goes. Not not everything's lame about the new days. Like they always right. think say the new days is lame, but that's not true. Not when it comes to bass gear. So and you know, like I found out that cats that make the switch over from you know working a machine and then being a front man. Yeah, they feel awkward. They got nothing to do with their hands, but you didn't have that problem. No, I, I you know, we were pretty high energy, so I was jumping all over the place. I, I made sure that I I was busy because I also like like I was I was like trying to run the stage lights and stuff at the same time. And uh, yeah, I always I always tried to keep busy. Okay, you can I was you, run, uh, running through the audience and just being stupid. Oh man, what like long mic cord? The sluts were. Like oh that. yeah, I remember yeah. the sluts out of New Orleans, and and the cat had like an eighty foot mic cable. <laughs> yeah, I got me one. I got yeah, I got me a. a I think it's I, I think it's about eighty foot. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you gave me this stuff called uh, from a proj called Scrape.
Oh, don't know. I don't think. We were looking for a switch. Turn it off. Don't again. Off again. I don't think. I don't think so. It didn't work. We were looking for a switch. I don't think it would work. Turn it off. And on again. And off again. I don't think. I'm not sure we're gonna. We wouldn't result. For a switch. Turn it off. And on again. I don't think. And off again. I don't think so. We were looking. It didn't work. Switch. Turn it off. I don't think it would work. And on again. I don't think. And off again. I'm not sure we're going to switch. Turn it off. And on again. I don't think. And off again.
selling insurance by numbers. What were the numbers? I couldn't make it. I'm sure the voices.
from Pedro Show that Chuck Music. Start off brand new proj, people, even though it's in the middle of the fucking show. Should be at the end of the show, right? <laughs> Sorry. No, but it's okay. It's great with Barry. And then after that, Fence Post with preparation. Uh, this is Roman numeral 70, Henry III. Noisuka after that with every day in parentheses, Wall. From Brighton, England, Day Glow Exploding Super Infinite with Were, W-E-R. I don't know what that means. Gothic Hangover after that, Lost. Enlighten us first to Gothic Hangover, because it probably came before Scrape, since Scrape came out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, uh, so, yeah, Gothic Hangover, um, uh, Just a, a, that's a recording project. It's me and um, Brian McKenzie from South Carolina, and um, and then just a rotating cast. Um, uh, we've got, which, which song did you just play? By, by uh, Gothic Hangover, it was called Lost. Yeah. Lost. Lost? Oh, yeah, okay, so that's me on vocals, but but that we have uh, uh, multiple vocalists for that project. Um, so that was me on guitar and bass and vocals, and then Brian just pretty much produced it and added some guitar and stuff, but... Um, but yeah, so that that's just a that's a project that's still kind of going, um, just at our leisure, you know, and it's just whenever we've got time, and um, I'll you know I'll 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 lay down an idea, send it to Brian, or Brian will lay down an idea, send it to me, and then we'll get get a couple people involved in it, and maybe have someone add some vocals or guitar or keys or whatever. Okay, what's the scoop on scrape? Scrapes my new band. Uh, yeah, it, it's a um, little bit out of my wheelhouse because I've never done That's anything. That's okay that though, heavy. right? It's good to do shit like that sometimes. Oh, absolutely! I love it. Yeah, I'm singing for that one too. A um, uh, couple of friends of mine just uh, um, up here in Hillsboro just um, doing playing some loud rock noisy tunes. Uh, we, we we're loving it. Uh, now, has this band gigged or just recorded? Uh, our second gig is coming up this Friday. What was the first one like? Oh man, uh, we we played this little um, this little spot that wasn't uh, it wasn't a bar or anything. It was just like this spot where they have meetings for for like nonprofit organizations, and they they never had a show there. Ah, community. So we, we, uh, community. We get in center. there. What's that? A community center. Yeah, it was a community center. Yeah, yeah. Just like kind of like the old VFW halls we used to do back in the day. Sure. Um, but yeah, it was like a community center. And they and I get in there and it was like a big old empty space and it looked like there's lots of room. And they're like, oh, no, no, you're not playing in here. You're playing back in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> we get in there. First thing I did was grab a mop. It was it was dirty. So we we cleaned the place up a little bit and and shoved about 50 or 60 people back in that little room and uh it was it was fun it was def- it was like old old punk rock times and how'd the project come together michael um just some meeting some friends around town and and uh you, you know having a couple drinks with with some friends and and just saying hey let's let's get together and jam and see what happens and Next thing you know we're 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 gigging so there's nothing remote about these this is a hillsborough band Hillsboro Band, okay. yep. Okay, okay. Tri- or a triangle band, where where uh, y- you know the triangle. You got the Hillsboro, sure. Durham, Chapel Hill, Raleigh. Raleigh. Yeah, uh huh. So 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 mostly in Hillsboro, but we got a couple folks in Durham. Okay, okay. And uh, you said another gig's coming up. Yeah, Friday night, day after tomorrow. And, and where's this one? Same pad. Uh. 
No, we're going to do it um, right downtown Chapel Hill, this place called The Cave. Cave, okay. Yeah, you ever played there? No, uh, uh, Frank Keith, you know, The Cradle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, The Cradle, of course. Right. Yeah. Although you played I did... The Cradle with R.E.M., right? I played, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, but I played all oh. three of them. There was th- oh, four yeah. of them. Maybe there was four of them, but I, I've played every cradle that Frank's had. Well, but- now they've got um, two right next to each other. They've got like the, um, the what they call the back room. Yeah, yeah, like I played that pad too. Shows. Yeah, I played oh, that. Oh, you played there. Yeah, okay, cool. Also, also, Frank has always been open for me. Although last tour, last year, I played that mm-hmm. union place that Ed from Ohio worked at for a while. It's called oh, Union okay. something. It's got a number. And I think it's right. It, it might be Car- Carborough. I'm not familiar with that place. Okay, yeah. well, well, you know, Chapel Hill, it splits right right past yeah. the school. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, split, yeah. it splits right at Car- at Cat's Cradle. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I can't remember what side of that line it's on, but uh, 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 I love Frank Keith. He just couldn't get in, so we went to that. But uh, Oh, cool. Next time, Frank. Oh, was- it wasn't the... Local 506. That's it. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. That place is awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm a forgetful person. Look, we're at the end of of Hour 2 edition, August 9th, 2023. (laughs) Special guest, Michael Wood. Hold tight for Hour 3. August 9th, 2023. Third hour of the Watch for Pedro Show.
So start off the third hour. Yeah. More gothic hangover. This one's, that's my name. Then Tom Hall with Infinite Now. Wouldn't we love an Infinite Now? (laughs) 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 That's too much weight for this brain to take. Midwestern Medicine with the following line. And finally, the post-punk sellouts with Harlequin Novel. Harlequin Novel, like those, when you're in the grocery store right by the cash register, those... uh, Jacqueline You're, Suzanne and she, yeah, yeah. But, oh. Isn't it, it wasn't it like basically softcore porn? <laughs> they were like for how, how like kind of goes with the soap operas during the daytime, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. I remember when I first went to Jay Mask's pad, his ma had buttloads of those, and the smell of the paper. Uh, well, Raymond, his pop made his bedroom, and of course it leaked. So it kind of had that same smell. So I saw Raymond for like three seconds, you know, 2,500 miles away. Smell was Uh trippy, yeah. So the 
Tell oh, me about uh, post. You know, I've always hated that way, word post punk. I mean, what the fuck's that oh, mean? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm glad you made a funny band name out of it. Now I, oh, I know yeah. about Gothic Hangover. This is the B side, but what is po- po- post punk sellouts, Michael? Well, you 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 had Brian John Mitchell on your show yeah. a few weeks ago, yeah. and um, that's him on vocals as well as me, and um, and that's uh, Brian McKenzie again. Um, a couple folks just, uh, you know, just one, another, one of those projects sending around files. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think we we were kind of making fun of the fact that we were all known for doing weirdo music and then we wanted to write some pop songs. And, and so, so it's like, yeah, we're, we're post-punk sellouts. (laughs) (laughs) There was a. What was it? TV personality. There was an England band called uh, Part Time. Uh, no, TV Personalities was their name. Oh they yeah, they were song, awesome. Yeah, they had a tune called the Part Time Punks. Part Time Punks. Yeah, they pogo <laughs> in the mirror, but only when their ma's ain't home or something. <laughs> 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 <It's okay. laughs> you know, it, it, um, you know. I think it's good and healthy to make fun of yourself and shit. Why not? Fuck. Oh, absolutely. Self deprecate. We were talking about that. Yeah, you know, topics of the songs and stuff. Uh, so, so is Trey, I think he's living in SoCal these days. Who's that? Brian. Oh, oh yeah. I think so. Okay. Okay. But, but you, you sent this through the internet trading files and all that stuff. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. And, and okay. Let's talk about the label. Yeah. Uh, the latest, re- uh, latest re- release, of course, is Scrape. But, uh, How's it go? You go about seeing who you want and what you want. Um, well, you know, okay. First, I was I was jamming with them as we, and we needed to uh, release some stuff, and I wanted to make tapes because they're cheap to make, you know. And um, and and I was going looking into getting them run off, and then it, ter- it turned out it would be cheaper if I just dubbed them myself, and then it turned out to be so easy. And, and inexpensive that, you know, I just started reaching out to friends bands. I was like, Hey, you want, you don't have anything out yet. You want me to make you a tape? And, and then it just went from there. And, um, and, you know, like just start putting out my friends bands. And well, you then, know, Thurston, um, Thurston yeah. actually had two cassette machines. He made his own fuck. He dubbed his own tapes for that song. Yeah. You know what? It wasn't Brian. It's Eric. Eric lives in Eric. Now. Okay, yeah, I think Brian's still in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? You know, that was a senior moment. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to be 66 in December. That's no excuse, so I should have respect for these guys. But uh, but the same kind of thing. Kind of, you start off kind of almost as a tape duplication service. Yes, and, and, I, and I do that too. Like if a band comes... And I'm like, eh, it's not really my thing. I don't want to put it on my label. I'll just, I'll do the duplication, you know, for them. Okay, you gave me another scrape song. Where'd you record this stuff? Uh, right up the street in Durham. Um, no, no, uh, somewhere right around here at the Triangle. This guy named Scotty Sandwich. He he's got a place called the Sandwich Shop. Yeah. And um, yeah, we we we're, we're liking how it came out. Okay, let's listen. Scrape. All right. Forgive it.
out of shape. Facebook looking damn twerk test. Peach out the window, slipping around the
Pedro Show last music for this edition. Yes, a little efficient, but still blowing times. Start off that <laughs> last chunk of music with Scrape doing Forgiven. Then we had SWRM, Horseheads, slash Panic Pale, an excerpt. Uh, just did some gigs with Joe Biza and uh, Damon on the bass. God, who's the drummer man? I can't remember right now. Sorry. Uh, primary oh, mystical experience after that was Sunset Beach. And then uh, M. Mountain off his brother Phil with the to the nines version of the beat goes on, but it's getting heavy. Finally, heavy for the vintage. That's a good project name. Any yeah. attention is good attention, I guess. <laughs> Enlighten us, Michael. That's my solo project. That's just me. I, I'm doing, I'm just like, laying down loops and then just letting them happen. I just start like a little synth loop, loop it, uh, then lay down some bass, loop it, lay down some drums, loop it, and then eventually maybe sing a little bit. So it's man alone. Man alone. Yeah, sometimes you got to be in that mode. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, you know, you yeah. don't have to split the, the, the gig pays so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> Got no help with the schlep, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I gotta, so, I gotta load my own stuff in too. So, that's that's no fun. I mean, you enlighten this your, uh, you know, journey with uh, bass, but now you've moved on to synth. Is there bass on this too, or is it just synthesis? When did you get into synthesizer? I think that's synth bass. Yeah, I didn't. That's just all synth. Yeah, um, but when did you get yeah, into this? I started. You know, I started out on on bass, and then. Just through, you know, and then and then I started messing around a little bit on guitar, and then started messing around a little bit on on synth, and I I guess I've been doing synth a little bit more um, the past like few years, maybe like five years or so. And then you're also saying loops, so you're involved with recording, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you know like like you get the loop pedal, you you get a riff going, and then you 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 hit the loop. And then it just starts repeating, and then that that way you could just do it all live. Yeah, man alone. Yeah, man alone. Yeah. So, I gotta say that I'm a member of your label because of this yes. podge called Spirit of Hamlet. I heard, and, and I heard y'all uh, y'all are working on a second second record, maybe round two. No, for sure. They awesome. they said, just sent it to me though. <laughs> They Have just, you heard them? Well, this is the way we did it, right? The way we did yeah. round one, 
It's just drums. Yeah. So I'm the chapter two of round two. So right. all we got here, it's kind of a Scotty Irvin directed project because he's the first go. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing it the same way this time, right? Yeah, because I think, I think drummers have been given a lot. Of, you said you had some, well, you got a drum set. Did you ever jump on those drums when you put it in the garage when you were a boy? Yeah, I, I I know enough to keep a rhythm. Okay, but that's, <laughs> that's about it. But I, have you ever been fucking kind of tripped out on how some musician people treat drummers like they ain't music people? Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck They're just, that. Yeah, man. I mean, a good drummer is is the backbone. I mean, especially about I've, music. I've been, in, I've been in a band with a shitty drummer, and it it makes the whole the whole project sound like crap. Especially if it's rhythm music, right? We'll, we'll be yeah. in fucking denial about it. Yeah. Biggest mistake Minutemen made was putting Georgie in the back. The last 20 years, I've had all my drummers at the front of the stage, and that's the way, yeah, I'm trying to make up on that. But we just didn't know. We thought there was, you know, when you, it's weird about things, right? Until you get enough confidence on your own, you're following these templates that might be so fucking out of date. Anyway, the going concern right now is scrape for you. And we're going to try to get you a good Spirit of Hamlet round two, man. I, I feel yes. good about it. I just got the stuff. What Scotty brought me, you know what I do is I just pretend he's actually in the fucking pad with me here. And I just start playing to the sounds like he was there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's that's so, all. I'm, ex- I'm really, I'm super excited to hear that. Okay. And I'm going to wish you the best of luck. And when you get some more scrape, are you, you playing on an album? Yeah, hopefully. When that album comes out, here's the invite. Can you come back on the show and we can play it and talk about it? Oh, absolutely. Ah, great, great. Thank you so much. And good luck. Uh, don't break your neck, but break the leg. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michael, thanks so much for being on the show. People, August 9, 2023 edition. Peter, so keep your powder dry.